Vichara Supply Chain, highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week, all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Vichara Supply Chain. This is Norhadi, your house, and we have a very special guest today, uh, Peter Scram, an expert in supply chain planning transformation, and he is based in the Netherlands. Thank you for joining us, Peter. It's great to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me, Norhadi. Okay, so in today's episode, uh, we are going to talk about rethinking uh, digital planning roadmaps. Uh, but before that, Peter, uh, can you please brief a bit by yourself and your professional background? Sure, thank you. So um, I've built a career so far of almost 18 years in, uh, in supply chain. And the first 15 years of my career, I spent half the time in consulting uh, and half the time in industry. Uh, so as a consultant, I worked for Accenture and IGNH uh, consulting. Uh, and in that role, I worked for customers like APM Terminals, uh, Shell, and, uh, and, and the Dutch import of Volkswagen. But um, in the industry, I worked for Pekar in track manufacturing um, and for Philips Lighting, uh, which is now called Signify. And in Signify, I was the global program manager for SNOP for the professional lighting business. Um, then roughly three years ago, I was approached by Gartner um, and I started working there as a senior director analyst. Um, and, and for me, it was really quite an honor to, to work in that environment, you know, with really smart people and, and you know, a great brand. Uh, so I combined their advisory and research. Uh, and my research focused on, on planning. So basically focused on SNOP and SNOE, demand and supply and inventory planning, uh, but also on the transformation side. And that's also where, of course, we will touch upon uh, a bit uh, during this, uh, this, this podcast. So really also helping organizations to kind of get the benefit out of planning. Um, and, and although I really liked the job, you know, I was kind of feeling that, that it was not really filling my purpose um, in a sense that I was seeing that I was not making enough impact. So I did a lot of interactions with different customers. So, so I think maybe up to five, 600 interactions. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the, the number of interactions that you have with one customer is rather limited. So I was not feeling that I was making impacts enough with, with customers. And because it's so much interactions, I also didn't feel that I was not innovative enough in my research and that I was not really addressing the problems of our time, but also getting the right insights to really help customers. So that, that's kind of why, although I really liked working at Gartner, that, that's why I decided to leave. Uh, and I started my own company, uh, which I call Breakthrough Advisory, uh, with the aim to help customers unlock the potential of planning. And, and basically I do three things. So I act as a virtual center of excellence for planning. So providing customers with best-in-class knowledge and external insights. Um, I, I act as a sparing partner, secondly. So it's, it's kind of being a professional outsider uh, and helping organizations with a fresh flu, uh, view on their kind of planning uh, journey and planning transformation. And lastly, I still do my research. So I focus on sustainability and planning. I look at uh, company culture and leadership uh, and the impact on planning decision-making. Um, and last but not least, I'm now involved in a, in a project called Zebra, uh, which is headed by Laura Cesare from Supply Chain Insights and also supported by O9 Solutions, uh, where they have gathered 15 supply chain leaders, academics, and thought leaders 
to rethink our planning and to make it uh, future-proof. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. So talking about the digital planning roadmaps, uh, Peter, what are your observation on the current journey of uh, supply chain planning and digital transformation? What is uh, the current state of digital planning? Yeah, it's actually a very good question. And, and you can wonder whether, you know, the glass is half full or if the glass is half empty. So, so if I would be looking back at the case for change, right? So there's an enormous case for change for digital transformation, right? So if I look at the big challenges of our world, you know, if I look at, for example, the sustainability challenges that we have, you know, looking at resource scarcity, uh, uh, public health and safety and labor rights. And also if I look at, for example, globalization, Uh, so changing power balances and you know the global competition that's uh, that that's that's more and more fierce and of course with all the new technologies there's a real need that we need to change and that the supply chain needs to support that right so we need to react um but somewhere the conclusion is that we as kind of a supply chain community we are not good enough at it right so if i look at some research also from supply chain insights it indicates that only one third of supply chain leaders is actually happy with their supply chain performance and that actually the improvement of supply chain performance is stalling, right? So if you look, for example, at the average inventory turns, you know, they have uh, decreased over the last 10 years, right? So, so we have not increased uh, inventory turns, but actually uh, uh, the, the inventory terms have decreased. So there's a really uh, need to change. And, and of course, technology can help really in that. So there are an enormous amount of opportunities especially in planning that can help uh, build and improve our supply chain and our supply chain performance. And now I talk quite a bit to all the big technology vendors and I'm also a, um, um, a startup mentor at, at Plug and Play, which is one of the biggest uh, uh, technology incubators in the world. Then kind of you see that, that there's almost unlimited possibilities with digital technology. So ranging from artificial intelligence or machine learning or uh, connectivity, right? So can you uh, connect planning to uh, devices which are out there in, 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 the, in the field or also devices which can also connect to your customer, to your suppliers, I mean, cloud, robotic process automation, digital twin. So there's a lot of things that are possible. Um, but I think the biggest issue if you talk about transformation is that there's a really big gap with where the majority of organizations are, right? So there's a sense that everybody is doing something, yeah. but the question is, is something really happening? Um, and if I then look at supply chain uh, planning maturity, then you also see that, that somewhere only 30 to 40% of organizations are actually happy with their planning performance. So also the most organizations I talk to, you know, they are probably a skill, a, a level two on, on a five point scale. Um, so, so You know, there's a very big opportunity, but if I look at the maturity of the maturity of organizations that I talk to, it's, you know, still very short-term focus. It's very supply chain driven. It's, it's, it's siloed. It's, it's a tedious process. It's focused at, at efficiency and cost control. And there are still a lot of uses of Excel, right? So we might have planning tools and all kinds of digital technology, but a lot of planners are still getting the data out of their systems and putting it into Excel to do their own manipulations. Right, so, so there is a very big gap between the promise and the reality. And I have the feeling sometimes that that's even actually widening, right? So technology is still developing, but we are not so much developing our uh, planning maturity. Um, and the second thing kind of that you see is that there's also becoming a bigger difference between the leaders who are progressing 
yeah. and the organizations who are doing nothing, right? So, so who are really stalling in their performance. Um, and I think the key point here is, uh, Nuradi, is that the key issue, key issue is not so much the capability of the technology itself, but it's much more a issue of kind of change management and leadership to enable uh, uh, the, the usage of these digital, digital technologies. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. All right, so in the context of a COVID-19 pandemic, uh, where organizations have to adopt a new norm, how is that impacting a digital planning transformations, Peter? Yeah, yeah, very good question again. So, so I think that, you know, if I would be, if you would have asked me this question in, in June, I probably would have answered differently than I would be answering right now, right? Because I think, yeah. you know, after the first wave of, of COVID, there was a great deal of optimism around, you know, how supply chain would be transformed based on, on, on COVID. You know, um, you know, everybody was kind of highly ambitious about what needed to be done. You know, we need to have better insight and customer behaving, you know, because behavior, because we all realized that historical data was not a good for, a forecasting mechanism or not good data for uh, knowing what's going on in the, in, in the world. So we need more sensing and, 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 you know, better understanding about what's happening in the world and using different uh, uh, information from that. Everybody was agreeing that, you know, visibility is needed to, to, to kind of sense what's also going on upstream in the supply chain. We all agreed that we needed more simulation and scenario planning. Um, and we all wanted to have more automation to bring efficiency, to create speed, and to also reduce bias, right? So I think there was a very big sense of optimism that that could be realized through kind of what we have seen happening in the first wave of COVID. So kind of what's happening right now is that COVID is actually taking very long, right? And the impact of COVID is very different on, 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 on companies, right? So if I look at my own environment here in the Netherlands, I see some companies are doing really well. So if I look at high tech, we have a company called ASML over here who is growing with 50%, I think more or less from 2090 to 2020. I see that IKEA can't handle the orders anymore. So, so there's some outlook on the positive side, but there's also some impact on the negative side, right? So I read today in a newspaper that um, shoe sales have gone down with 20%. Uh, signify the company that I worked for is letting down, letting go of 700 people uh, uh, the last uh, last week. So my point is that the longer that COVID is taking, the more uncertainty is being uh, brought into organizations, and that means that there will become much more and there's becoming much more pressure on cost management and working capital. Right. So organizations are doing a lot more things to 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 manage costs and to manage work working capital which means that they're also taking back on risks, right? So, so they're not investing as soon anymore in new technologies. Um, and also the question uh, to the tech, technology vendors being asked to show their value immediately, right? So, so, and that's a very different feeling than the feeling that we were having in June because they're, they're much more stricter on kind of new investments. And the second thing that I see happening is that also because of the layoffs, you know, Organizations are downsizing. So first in the external uh, uh, people that they were hiring, but now also internally, which kind of leaves the group of people who need to do the things with more work that needs to be done, right? So it's like uh, you have a funnel, you make the funnel smaller, but you keep on throwing more marbles in that funnel, right? And there is a very big risk that if you do that, that in the end, nothing will come out anymore. So to answer your question, Anuradi, so, in June, I think there was much more optimism of what could be achieved in, in planning transformation. And I think that right now uh, we need to uh, basically uh, uh, reevaluate what can be done based on 
uh, the effect that we see in organizations in terms of the budget and the people that they are having. Interesting. And what advice can you provide to the CEO and top leaders' position in driving uh, the transformation? In, in other words, uh, my question is: uh, What are the top priorities and what is the role of uh, leadership in the journey, Peter? Yeah. So, so, so I think it's not a choice if you want to go on the digital transformation, but it's much more a question on how, right? So, so, so I think yeah. there's no doubt, the, despite all the things that I've talked about, there's no doubt that you have to act as an organization. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think this is all about leadership, right? So leadership should be enabling and showing the way on the on the planning transformation and, and all digital transformation in, in kind of in a broader sense. Um, so, so there's a lot of advice that I can give, but but let me kind of focus on the four key things that I think that organizations and supply chain leaders and also maybe CEOs should be doing. Yeah. Um, and I think the first thing is that you need to realize uh, that digital is not a goal in itself, right? But you need to define what digital needs to be doing to support your business, right? So um, uh, digital optimization is something very different from digital transformation. And what I mean with digital optimization is that you just become much more cost efficient or maybe you can provide a different uh, uh, um, experience to your customers. And digital transformation is, is doing something very different and maybe even creating a different business model with digital technology, right? So. You know, I was working at Signify, so you can now think about a light as a service instead of selling luminaires. Right. So the the question in planning is, so what is the business strategy and how will uh, the supply chain help with that? So what's the supply chain operating model and how can supply chain planning support that? So I think that's the first thing that you need to keep in mind and that you need to define before you can go into uh, a digital planning transformation. Then the second thing is that you need to think about you know, it's not about digitizing individual activities in planning, but that you really have to look at, so how can we improve planning in a broader sense and much more in- integrally? Um, and that, of course, is also difficult. And that also means that you need to, to move to a higher planning maturity. And that, of course, requires a high level of alignment and collabor- collaboration with the other functions in your organization, right? So it is not so much that the supply chain function is going to uh, work on, on, on digital transformation and digital planning transformation, but you have to look at that much more from an integral perspective, uh, uh, collaborating with all the different functions in your organization. Mm-hmm. Then the third thing is, you know, it's really about setting the priorities, right? And there's really a big temptation, I think right now to dive into all the operational issues that are still existing and that I still hear of a lot in this uh, COVID period. Um, but you should not forget about the longer term, right? So this is very important and, and, and well-known Eisenhower matrix, which kind of distinguish between urgent and important problems and which you need to focus on. Um, and of course you need to focus on the urgent and important things, but you also should make time for the maybe not so urgent, but the very important things that you need to plan out for, right? So you need to balance your roadmap between fixing short-term things, but also preparing for the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then fourthly, last but not least, um, it's very important to build a knowledge and to build a capability internally, right? So, so I just already mentioned that there is a really scarcity of people because, you know, uh, a lot of people have uh, also been let go of. So it is also very important to realize that you need to build that capability internally and that you are on the, in the driving seat yourself. And of course, you can use external support for that. But digital transformation, digital planning transformation is such an important topic that you also have to drive that yourself and to drive that also internally. 
Yeah, awesome, <clears throat> interesting. All right, I actually still have a couple of questions, Peter, but uh, we are running out of time. So before we close today's conversation, what, what are some other key things we that you like to share with our listener? Yeah, so, so I, I think kind of for me, the key takeaways, you know, it, you know, digital is the future, right? So, so, so digital is the future and we are going through a very difficult period in time right now uh, in, in, in the sense that, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of, of pressure on the supply chain organization. Um, but I, I think for me, the key thing is that you need to make sure that, that of course, you come to this period, right? So, so I do understand that there's a lot of pressure on the financial figures in and, and kind of the risks that, that we see right now due to the current situation. Uh, but if you do not start building uh, kind of your future, and if you do not have a solid roadmap, which also helps you to develop uh, beyond kind of the current operational horizon, you will become a leopard. And I, I don't think that that's where you want to be. So, so you need to be proactive in thinking about where you want to be in four or five years from now. At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Vichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.